Welcome, Sojourners. This is the second half to the Burning Beacon. And so our story continues. He will scream. He'll turn. He'll turn to face the pig slugs and just scream. You get out here! Oh, I have to say, on the map, that looked amazing. Just watching you just tear through. That was like that was like oh, that was like a combo left, right, start. You know, select double A. <laughs> that was get pretty fun. Here. Oh my gosh! Okay, Felton. Finally. Yeah. All right. Monster's turn. Uh, Garen Dan, you've attracted some attention. Uh, you see them keep coming. They're they're coming. You are taking them out, but more of them are coming. So four attacks against Felthrin. Oh, there's the natural one. Let's wait for that. Uh, 19 and 18 and a 21. 21 is good. All right, so 16 points of damage to you. And these mosquito-like creatures, you can see they have large, like, handholds where they take away their prey. Long, elongated skeleton mouths begin to move towards you. Bramble, two of them are on top of you, and that's going to be a 23 and 8. Okay. 24 necrotic damage, Bramble. I will have it. Okay, and you, you have it, and what ends up happening is it's long proboscis, like a mosquito begins to stick right into your shoulder, and you begin to feel a little bit of your blood being siphoned off. Your hit point maximum is reduced by 24. Does that get halved? How can his maximum be lower than his yes. current? Sorry, yeah, whatever you took as damage is now negated from your hit point maximum. Garen Dan. Three of them coming at you. The Garandan remember has the foresight, so he's kind of seeing them coming, but they're moving really slow. So everything's got disadvantage against him. Nice. And if anything tries to hit, he's gonna flash it with a light and water. Eleven. Eleven. Uh fourteen. And a nine. Nope. He's just like Matrix, just dodging between them, just hot, hot, hot. That's awesome. Uh, you sense a swarm coming as this is getting a little rumblier, and all of a sudden you hear a voice coming from out the rubble. What in the nine hells is going on? What happened to my platoon? And it all gets quiet. He's speaking in Infernal. So top of round three, it is now Bramble's turn. Uh, is... Professor Thaddeus Banks around anywhere? Oh, oh yes, he's. Oh, this is quite interesting. He's taking notes and drawing pictures of Garandan dodging these chasmes and Felthrin tearing through dretches. Oh, very fascinating for my study. Mortals are quite the interesting creature. Oh, I see, Bramble, you're awake. Oh, welcome back. Yeah, got any demon friend? Or yeah, got any devil friends you can summon? Uh, <laughs> I am a little bit low on the totem pole. Um, however, there's that old chap right there, and you see crawling out of the rubble, this red-skinned, bearded devil. He has a large, mutton-chop beard. He is ripped, 
and he's got a couple scabs and scrapes on him and he has a broken glaive he's like son of a misbegotten half ogre if i didn't lose my platoon and what is going on over here mortal maggots what in the name of Beator is happening to my platoon and he just sees that his platoon is wiped out and this his face goes white oh i see that's uh sergeant sergeant mccormick over there looks like his, his platoon was the one that was wiped out seems to be the last of the survivors saddle up sergeant Bramble will <laughs> take his uh, take Queen's favor and touch the acid rune and give a nice upward swipe at one of these flying creatures. Uh, you're going for an eleven. Okay. <laughs> Pretty <That's> sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not a crit fail. Yeah. Uh, that is six. 14 slashing plus 2 acid. They seem a little bit hardier than the demon slugs. Nevertheless, you tear straight through it, you know, scar for scar, and you see a little bit of your blood seeping out of its own bulbous uh, abdomen. Roll a persuasion check for me. Saddle up, Sergeant. <laughs> 22. So, Sergeant McCormick, he sees you just tear straight in this chasme and says, All right, not bad for a mortal maggot, but I'll be calling the shots around here. Tally-ho! And he, he just rushes into battle, and he takes the two glaives at the end of the stick, and he's going to go ahead and just stab one of these dretches. Felthrin, you watch as this bearded devil, large bushy beard and you see like snakes writhing in his beard and they snap he takes a broken glaive and just jams it right into the pig's head and it just falls over he looks at you and says listen up short stack you got a weapon i can use otherwise we are toast felthran will um uh yeah he'll give him resmir's great sword kind of holds it a little bit and says ah this is tiamat's blade all right and he begins to wield it back and forth. Bramble, if you don't want to do anything else on your turn? I think that's all. Okay. I have a bonus action, but I don't think it makes sense. Let's go on to Garandan. So Garandan, knowing that Zarion's up and that Hay uh, has a chance to get healed, uh, seeing the chance of most good, and he can do one more big blast at a 30-foot radius, uh, he's going to shout at the sergeant to move back! Tell him to move out of the way uh, and tell him because he's just right in that that ridge and see if he can move back a little bit. Mm. No, he cannot. You see, he's not going to be able to make it. Neither is Professor Thaddeus Banks. Okay, then because uh, he sees that and really quickly he's he's going to switch up and uh, run to hay. Uh, is that one in, a range, in, in range to opportunity attack, that one? Yes. Okay. All three of them are. Okay. Um, so actually, he's just where he's where he is, knowing that with the foresight he's got, he's gonna cast mass cure wounds from a spot of Felthron, Felthren towards him, um, and uh, he's just going to do, uh, let the light fall down from the suns, and hit their wounds and get them um, fifteen points of healing to Felthron and Hay. And then as a bonus action, he's going to spin around and, and use his shield to blind one of the, um, the things at him. 
Uh, what's that feature? It's on his shield. The blindness is a bonus action. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's gonna like harness the sun's rays and cast it into uh, one of its eyes and just kind of blind it. Okay, I think that's a constitution save constitution against your spell DC. All right, so what are we going for? 19. Yeah, he rolled a six. Nice. All so right. Blind. Doesn't really have eyes, but you can see it like start to scurry around and it bumps into a wall like a bug that's lost its orientation. Actually, everyone can take that healing if they need it. It's up to six creatures, 15 points. Don't mind if I do. Okay, Zerion. Uh, you see all this happen. You see a, a devil. He's a sergeant in the military with Zeriel. Looks like his platoon was the one that was wiped out as they were also attempting to restore the burning beacon as it is a serious tactical advantage for devils. Know to beware of the burning beacon and demons are not so bright. So oftentimes devils will try to route these demons into this bug zapper and wait for the charge to go off. With the charge not working, it has been quite a disadvantage in the blood war. So as the sergeant begins grabbing hold of this great sword that he was given to, it seems like he is willing to join the fight as for the current situation, your paths have aligned. So how would Zarion like to proceed with this scene? Well, I just met the I just met the Sarge right now, and my yeah, you don't team, know. I don't know. So for now, my team seems to be in grave danger. Hey, took a Hey's taking a bad beating. Um, Bramble, he's and Garandan is surrounded by enemies. So what I want to do. And, and a point of order, you did hear Garandan issue forth this word of encouragement and Hay's eyes begin to flicker open as magic begins to bring his life, his body back to life and a couple of his wounds begin to seal shut. Well, okay, well, why can I, can I fly to Hay and fly him to safety as well? You would have to, you'd have to remove yourself from the battlefield if you want to do that. Okay, well, I can't do that because they're going to need, uh, whoo, I can do move without, move without a trace, hide ourselves from the enemy, So take advantage of the situation. Yeah, that kind of magic would take some time to work, and in this middle of this combat, um, it's not, it's not like they wouldn't see you. They would have seen your shadow and your camouflage, and, um, you... You would just see that this is that wouldn't be the appropriate spell for this time situation. All right. Yeah, well, situation. let me then let me. Um, you can always smack him on the back of the head. Smack on the back of the head <laughs> with my um staff. You know, let's yeah. let's go let's go that way. Okay. So you're rolling your attack. Um, you're just going to go for one of the demon slugs or the mosquitoes. One of the mosquitoes is they're they're a lot more closer to us and yep. our and our flank. All right. All right. All right. Fourteen. You hit, smack it, you smack that bug with your staff and uh, does seven points of damage. I rolled a seven. Should be 12, he rolled a seven. Oh, thank you. Now it is Hay's turn. So I, did I actually get the fly spell off last time or was I taken down before I could even? Oh no, yeah, you Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you waiting just long enough for me to cast and use that, that slot. <laughs> All right, so I'm, Shake my head. I look over at Garandan and give him a 
thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to jump up into the air, cast fly. And I'm also going to cast, as a bonus action, uh, I'm going to cast hex on the nearest mosquito thing, which is to the right of Garen Dan. And that will do it for my turn. So I'm basically circling in the air, so I'm away from the slug things on the ground. And hopefully uh, I can start picking up the the bad guys in the air and we'll see what happens all right this hex energy approaches which one was it the one to the right of garandan well done uh, they seem to be coming and pouring in and feasting and sergeant mccormick says all right boys we're in a bit of a tight situation listen up mortal maggots to me we'll take them out one at a time and he seems incredibly excited not showing any sign of weakness nor cowardice. He charges into the fight. Next up in the initiative, I believe that's Felthrin. Did Sergeant actually do anything or he's just talking? He, he Well, on his turn, he will. I'm just oh, it's not his turn, okay. Yeah, I'm indicating what he is intending to do. He's All a right. sergeant, he's talking. <laughs> Felthrin's gonna step forward and start smacking the slug dudes. All right, go for it. Going for 15. Uh, that is a 15. They're all 15 and higher. Uh, the first one is 21 bludgeoning, 5 lightning. The second one is 22 bludgeoning, 6 lightning. And the last one is 18 bludgeoning, 20, or no, 18 bludgeoning and 6 lightning. You smash that last one and you cave in its head and its mouth starts to chitter back and forth and it shoots two warthog spines as you, on you as a reaction and issues forth this horrible noxious odor. I need Felthrin, Hay, Zerion, Bramble, and Garandan to all make constitution saving throws. You're going for a 15 or higher. Now I am 60 feet up in the air. Is that still gonna reach me? Well, well said. You watch this cloud of green smoke, and you are immune. Yeah. How about a five? Bad. Was it another two, by the way? Okay. It's a good thing I had foresight, because I had advantage, and one of them was a crit fail. Uh, Bramble succeeds. Bramble, you're not going unconscious again. <laughs> you see this coming. Garen Dan, you succeed. And what about Zerion? Oh. Is that a crit fail? Yeah, one. All right, that's two ones now. So here's what happens. Felthrin, this noxious odor begins to explode and you just hit them as hard as you can and you're not really thinking and the ichor starts spraying and splattering and the gas just fills up your lungs and you begin to feel your body tighten up. You're paralyzed and you just hold in place. And this last little monster just looks at you and grins and he attacks you uh, with a 25 to hit. And Felthorn, you take 34 points of piercing damage. And then for the poison, you take 44 points of poison damage, and everyone else takes 22, with the exception of hay. Dwarves get resistance to poison damage, right? 
It's true. Oh, only paralyzed and 78 points of damage. Eh. Oh yeah, do I cut my poison in half? Yeah, we're resistant as dwarfs. I, so, here's what I understand. That's to... Yeah, this is not dwarven ale poison. <laughs> this is this is abyssal foul. Um, for the purposes, it's abyssal poison, if you would. So no, you don't resist it. And then steam vents begin to open up. These critical failures have have angered the land of Avernus. Everyone who's on the ground, actually, you know what? Hey, you're going to suffer this too. Everyone make dexterity saving throws. I'm assuming it automatically fails since I'm paralyzed. Yes, that's true. And there's no no advantage on this? Uh, so the steam vents are now erupting from the ground, issuing forth this scalding, boiling, you know, air. Well, um, you have foresight. I oh, don't. Yeah, it's one target. Yeah, this is just an area effect. Okay, so I have a whopping one. Was it a critical one? Yes. Okay, that activates another... Okay. I am going for broke this time. Yeah, so everyone was going for a 25. I don't think anybody got a 25. So everyone takes 64 points of scalding damage. <laughs> there is a, a cloud of feathers where hay once was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um, okay, and then I'll roll another. Uh, Zarion, you find yourself trapped in a tar pit. You are grappled and restrained as this critical failure during this battle causes you to fall back and you land like a snow angel in this icker pit and you're pulling back and this tar is just holding you in place. You could tell that if you just had the strength the next round, you might be able to pull yourself up, but it is a high risk, high reward as you slowly begin to sink deeper into this quicksand. And then the creatures attack. Mm. The Kazmes, the mosquitoes attack Bramble and Zarion. With Zarion, they get advantage. Uh, 23 for Bramble. Um, a 17 for Zarion. Does that get you, Zarion? Actually, it does. Um, okay. As this mosquito lands on you, like you're totally like stuck to this tar pit, and it slowly crawls up your chest and inserts its needle into your jugular and begins siphoning off. So 24 points of necrotic damage. Uh, Brandon, did you get hit twice or just once? The 23. Yep, so 24 points of necrotic damage again. Okay. You can have that. And your hit point maximum is reduced by another 12. Garandan, they're going to attack you as well. Uh, they have disadvantage. Okay, so the 19, Ooh. 11, and the 6. 19's a hit. Okay, 24 points of necrotic damage. You feel it stick into your side, and you lose 24 hit points to your maximum. Oh, can I use Warding Flare and stop it? Yeah, well, Warding Flare gives disadvantage. Oh, Yep. Yes. Oh, I already had disadvantage, so it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Felthrin, you. It, hey, are you conscious? You're making me laugh here. <laughs> I have sustained almost 250 points of damage in three rounds. <laughs> so you're unconscious. You gave yeah. him 16 back, and then he just took another 64, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. 
Alright, the warthog attacks you, Felthrin, with a seven. And it just bites on your arm where your armor plate is, and you're just paralyzed sitting there as its teeth maw into you. You can tell it's hanging on by a thread of life. You could simply just probably use harsh language, and it would just fall over in pain. But you can see more dretches coming. Sergeant McCormick, he's going to do you one solid, Felthrin. He ends his life and says, slaps you across and says, now listen here, you mortal maggot. We don't got time for nap time. Now you get back out there in the fight. We got plenty of demons to kill and no time to get it done. So by Zariel, we're going to have this done. And by the nine setting suns, if I see you taking a nap on my watch again, I will have your entrails stretched out across this line for every demon to come feast upon. Do you understand? He gets nothing from me. <laughs> Wait, even though you're paral even though you're awake now? Am okay. I unparalyzed? Yeah, you're unparalyzed. Okay. I'll say I've killed seven so far. <laughs> he does the you know the chest bump or the, the fist bump and then he rushes into battle. Keeping in mind at the top of this round that the mission was to restore the demon zapper. I would like to know how the party is progressing and now would be a good time to reframe the situation with a couple questions before proceeding with the initiative. So Bramble, if you would ask a question before proceeding with your action. Uh, we can't we can't tell how many guys are through here because we can only see what's coming through the gap here. Um, and it's been, it seems like it's been a new group every round, right? Yes. Pretty much. So it's like a constant stream in real time. <laughs> yep. It's, it's a, it's a, I mean, they're just coming out of the holes in the wall. Um, what is the, so the sergeant just threw himself into these mosquito creatures. Yes. Um, does it look like he has any chance of surviving that? Uh, yeah. He looks like a pretty hardy guy. He was down okay. for the count, but it seems like he was more restrained by the rubble. He has some life left in him. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's get a question from Garandan. Um, Garandan, he's, he's feeling a little hopeless. He's not really got any questions on his mind right now. He's just wondering how everyone's doing. Like, you can ask him. Ask him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey guys, are we still in this? We are uh, getting our behinds handed to us. <laughs> Just so you haven't noticed, I'm wallowing in a pit right now. <laughs> mosquito sucking the blood out of my chest. So you tell me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Right now, I ain't doing too good. Hey, it's just... <laughs> oh, man. All right, so you got your question answered. Uh, <laughs> hey, what questions do you have about this scene? I am in no position to ask questions. 
<laughs> oh no, come on. <laughs> You're about to make a, death saves. I'm a broken about to make death bag saves. of soup on the ground right now. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep going, you keep going up in the sky, falling down, going up in the sky, falling down. I, I have a plan if I can only stay awake for more <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can get this done. <laughs> he was 60 foot in the air. Is he slowly falling? What's the plan? <laughs> so sure. I, I was 60 feet up and I got hit by the geyser and I'm assuming I plummeted straight down and took whatever extra falling damage. Um, so I'm on the ground somewhere. Uh, if I can if I can get up, I've, I've got a way to get things cracking here. It's just a matter of doing it. So that's a good that's a good I'm, question. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Donald, any questions about this scene? Like, oh, uh, well, whew. I'm pretty much stuck where I'm at right now so far. Um, oh, one question. I want to. I want to make sure um, about one of the skills because Shilling Shilling. I'm I'm trying to yeah. pronounce the name. Shillele. Shillele. Okay, what is that skill right there? That, that is a, uh, a buff skill. Normally, druids are not very great with their strength. So okay. D&D allows for them to channel their weapons with magic, and that just gives you, like, the bonuses I gave you to your staff. That's what it gives you. Yeah. Okay. All right. And Thaumaturgy? I'm sorry. This Thaumaturg- is, uh... Yeah, it's great. Yeah, Thaumaturgy, it's an old-fashioned witch's spell that makes uh, your your voice louder makes your eyes flare kind of adds a little bit of flavor to making you a more terrifying creature okay well i'm i might try that one next round if i can <laughs> you, you probably you probably should concentrate on getting out of the pit with your strength right? yeah yeah with my strength yes all right. all right and ted one question yeah about this scene let's do a check-in do we know how to make the demon zapper work? If you could get to it, uh, you could easily read the instruction manual, as long as you speak celestial. Okay, and follow-up question is, who among us knows celestial that could do that? And would I already know that? Garen Dan would know how to, he would know how to figure it out. I think any, any spellcaster, any spellcaster could probably figure it out, even though you don't know the language. I'm a spellcaster. Yeah, you could, you could, you could work it. I mean, it's, I mean, you've been to a foreign country. You could probably figure out the nearest way to the airport by following the signs, and that's the challenge. So yeah, you oh. got to get there and read the instruction manual to get it turned back on. Here's the three-step challenge to getting the demon zapper turned back on. Someone with strength has got to push it upright, and then someone's got to use their their magical abilities to activate the runes and get that thing channeled up. Okay. Um, yeah, that's my question. That's a good question. Thank you. All right, let's go to the top of the round. Bramble, what are you going to do? Bramble's going to try to swat this mosquito off of uh, Zerion in the pit. One for an 11. Get advantage, even though he's technically or not an advantage but it's a sneak attack yeah (laughs) because he's currently occupied sucking the blood out of zarion the hit uh the first die was a 20 the die Uh was a 20 so it's probably dead 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love that. You just walk over and it's this this mosquito's like going through the jugular and Zarion's just struggling, just <laughs> and the mosquito just collapses to the ground and begins like ickering all over Zarion. Oh god. Uh, thanks. Ramble, how do you Oof. continue? Uh I think Okay, I think Bramble's going to use this bonus action to disengage. Good and call. And come over here. And sit next, stand next to Hay. Okay. Next up, Garen Dan. How do you want to spend your turn? Nudge me with your toe. Hay's <laughs> corpse. <laughs> so after uh, hearing back from the guys and kind of seeing the situation, um, He's going to uh, shroud himself in his cloak and use his dimension door to get behind Zarion uh, and avoid any opportunity attacks. And then he's just going to look up at the nine suns and just uh, pray for like rain of healing. And he's going to cast his ninth level spell of 700 hit points for everybody to get back to full and just go and then extend a hand to Zarion to help him out of the pit. So hopefully he can get advantage on a strength and then go. We are still in this, guys! <laughs> I mean, this flood of light begins to, to invigorate your body and you feel every organ, every neuron, every pulsing vein and artery begin to feel within life and power. Sergeant McCormick just drops his jaw and says, Demon, Icker, scummy, son of a half-ogre. That's impressive! So I think we'll all be back to full. That is okay. Amazing. Cool. I I mean it's a ninth level spell. It's, I think it's designed to kind of like surge throughout this area. I mean, this is definitely a hot spot for magic use right now. Professor Thaddeus's jaw just drops and his book kind of tumbles to the ground and disappears into the ether. And he says, "By Osmodeus, never have my eyes seen such." bravery, such willing resistance in the face of adversity and horror. The steam vent like erupts around Garandan. Nevertheless, he continues on with his magic and with his right, he extends it towards Zarion to pull him out of the pit. Zarion, if you want to go ahead and do your action right now. Oh, well, what are you going to do? You're lying in a pit and you feel the hand of Garandan kind of giving you advantage on pulling yourself out of the pit. So if you want to get out of the pit, that'll be a strength check. Okay, so I have to roll a 20, right? Roll a 20 and roll it twice and take the higher number. Okay. 19, higher number. All right, newbie. <laughs> I'm going to let this one slide. That 19 is indeed satisfactory and you reach forward and this strong dwarf body pulls you forth from the pit, the oh. tar just sticking to your skin. Um, you are arrested free. Thanks a lot for the save. I didn't know what it would be if you hadn't showed up. Almost bit the dust right there. Almost became the dust. <laughs> uh, hey, how are you going to spend your turn? Uh, first, I sit up and shake my head and I, I'm mad now. Eyes are just glazed black and I point in the direction, so through the through the canyon to, I don't know if you can see this, let me switch to pointer tool. 
right here. Indeed, I see it. All right, and I'm just going to dimension door. A wavery door appears on that elevated place, and I'm just going to zap right through. Okay, you stand upon this little plateau, and you can see clearly now that there's a couple of, like, slimy pig slugs that have kind of not woken from their slumber. There is the demon zapper that has kind of fallen over the side, and then you hear it. You're familiar with the sound. It's a celestial being. You see there is a unicorn suffered very badly. You can tell this is an angel, a seraph, a guardian. As you look over the demon zapper, you realize, of course, there must be some radiant power source to, to, to survive in this horrid wasteland. It seems as if the power source, yes, the unicorn, lies there, wounded, removed from the demon zapper. All right, I start to cry immediately. Uh, my eyes go back to normal, and um, since I haven't moved, I'm going to scramble down and try and get to get to its side. Okay. Let's take a moment. He looks up, and he's, his legs are broken a little bit. You can tell his horn is still intact, and he's got, like, black eyes, and he says... <gasps> Hello there, friend. You do not appear as a demon. <laughs> Has the cavalry arrived? Yes, we are coming. <sighs> I would very much like to return to my post. Yeah, just take it easy. We're, we're going to help you. Hang in there. <laughs> if I... <laughs> you know, us celestials, we are normally not looking so haggard in front of the mortal beings. <laughs> There's no need to worship me. I am not worthy of it, for I have failed at my job. You've not failed yet. Where there's life, there's hope. <sighs> yes, and if Lathander, god of birth, would deem me fit, I would return. Um, I, I suppose all the demons have suddenly been distracted by some strong force. Those are my friends. Like I said, uh, we're going to get to you. There are more of you. My name is Moonglow. Moonglow. I'm Hay. Yes. If you would, um, are you in need of any help? You, you seem fit and well. Uh, I am. Uh, if you'll just hang on, I've got a way to get you over, but it's going to take me a moment. <sighs> Forgive me. Us immortals, we are known for talking. I forgot you people have the sense of time. Yes, I will. I will concede. All right, and Anytime one last question before uh, we move on. Um, what is the situation of this beacon? I mean, what does it look like? Is it a tower that's toppled? Is, you said it was like a big bug or something? Yeah, it's, it's a horrible, hideous statue. It looks like a beetle that's been knocked over. Okay. The challenge is someone's going to have to lift it up a right then someone's going to have to read the instruction manual to reactivate it. And now it seems as if someone is going to have to replace and restore Moonglow to full health before he can use his body to charge the radiant bomb of the Demon Zapper. Okay. And how tall is this beetle statue on its side? Like 12 feet, I want to say. 
You're looking at that's looking at like a Feltrin job for sure. Yeah. And how tall are the uh, the dretches? Uh, they're they're about your size. They're all five so feet tall. So medium size. Okay. All right. Yeah. Medium. Yeah, just trying to get a, a sense here. All right. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lava and vents. Lava vents are spewing. The air is darkening, and you can only imagine what it'd be like if the firestorm was going on right now. Feltran, uh, feeling that burst of energy, is going to scream, and he's going to start running, but he's going to take the form of a dire wolf, and he's going to double move, which 100 movement, three attacks of opportunity, I think. <laughs> okay. okay, so you're going to charge through these He's just walls. He's just running through. He's just- Tell you what, I, I, like where this is, I like where this is going, so what is your intention on movement? I just want to get, I just want to get to the thing. You do. Yeah, I'm, I, that's why we're, I switched gonna, into wolf. Yeah. yeah, we'll do a little bit of attack of opportunity, and instead, you see his wolf-like form, but it's gotten this dark, blazing sun for eyes, and the fangs drip black saliva, taking on a little bit more of the infernal qualities of this plane. The magic seems to even afflict Felthrin's, Um a 21 to hit you. That's the only one. That's good, yeah. All right, so take 16 points of damage then. Okay. But you tear through these creatures, leaping over one, reaches out and scrapes you with his tusks. Nevertheless, Felthrin the dire wolf presses on. Perfect. Top of the round. The creatures are going to attack. Sergeant McCormick seems to be handling himself just fine but you can start to see the dretches are pouring through. Bramble, you're going to take four attacks. Uh, 20. And everything else misses. So, 16 points of damage. A couple of these mosquitoes start to move forward. We lost Hague. He gets extra damage against it. Okay, gotcha. Um, oof. That's a 22 for a Garandan. A 16 for Garandan. Those with disadvantage? Oh, good point. Yes, they were. <laughs> High hits. So two hits. They're going to deal 24 points of damage to you. I'm going to ward flare both of them. I can use my reaction. Keep them off. Okay, that just gives disadvantage, though. Right? Yeah, I keep thinking that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Okay. it's just disadvantage. Now, keep in mind, those of you who have been stung by the mosquito, you should have 12 or 24 less hit points for your maximum. Even though you received the mass healing word, your body is not up to snuff. Zarion one's going to take a hit against you. That's going to be a nine. This mosquito comes charging at you, and you're able to withstand the attack. How does this take place? Do I do, do I do I take? Do I get hit, or I can just no fling it out the way? You just poof, smack just poof, that bug out, out of the way. way. Smack the bug out of the way.
Sergeant McCormick takes out two. He starts darting for and says, we got a job to do. Turn on that bug zapper, pronto. He offers to hold back the forces. Now it is Bramble's turn. Bramble will use his cunning action to disengage as a bonus action. Go for it. And then will um, dash with his action. So he'll double move. Where, tell me where you intend to go. I'm just heading that way. Okay. This is about as far as he can get. Okay. All right. Next up, Garandan, what are you going to do? Garandan is definitely going to channel his divinity and do an AoE Radiant Splash um, for anyone who's uh, dis they get disadvantage on a Dexterity saving throw. Uh what's the range on that it's 30 feet so pretty okay. much everything in that yeah mccormick's out of the way then constitution yeah constitution saving throw that's two natural ones two and an eight um so it's uh how much damage 20, 26 radiant damage okay this one's gone this one's gone and the blind one is like buzzing around. It bumps into Zarion and then just poof, you land this groundwork of light and just tears through their skin. And instead of the smoky, sulfury ash that devils experience, these demons just splatter like bugs on a windshield against the rock wall. Yeah, the dretches take 26 points of damage, though. They're still rooting around. Uh, the Chasme dies completely. He looks up and is like, where did everyone go? Yeah, when you turn the lights on, the cockroaches disappear under the fridge. Garandan, anything with your movement? Uh, he's gonna move a little bit further back behind the mountain, uh, to further away, try and draw him away from what's going on, trying the, the the beacon. Okay, so you're trying to draw them away from the beacon? Yeah, I'm gonna draw them th this way. Okay. All right, uh, next up, hey, what are you gonna do? Oh wait, let's 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 hold on for hey, um, Zerion. What are you gonna do? I want to cast Fog Cloud to blind these last four enemies to give us a chance to move. I like it. So this cloud begins to shroud these creatures. They begin to root around in the darkness. It's a smoky haze from Avernus. Allows you, Zerion completely walk away without them chasing you. So, where would you intend to move? Um, towards the beacon. Um, next to, um, a little bit ahead of Bramble. Okay. okay. All right, before we get to Hay, as you move into a tactical position for the second half of the Burning Beacon. I would like you to move your character to where you intend to go. Take the time to do that. Fog Cloud is up providing the distraction. Sergeant McCormick has the Chasmes 
completely occupied. He's indicating that by his order, you proceed with the mission as planned. This is all of us? Uh, with the exception of Hay. Okay, so everyone's going to the Burning Beacon. Garen Dan, what are you going to do? Yeah, I'm kind of kind of stuck here. I'm going to keep an eye on that sergeant and uh, have a word with him after the fighting. You want to join him? Yeah, I'm going to join him and kind of keep these guys busy. All right, so together, the two of you are slashing away at these creatures one by one, smashing the mosquitoes. And back to back, you like spin around and taking them down. And he's loving it. Just he's singing these songs of battle crying infernal and he's relishing in the honor and the glory and the pride of not backing down in a fight you'll take me in a sorry piece of ash before i give up you dirty demon icker he's cursing and screaming and slashing and he says whoa look out and he causes you to duck down he says oh well you don't have to duck there shorty (laughs) Garen Dan, you take a moment to respond to Sergeant McCormick. Zariel trained you well. I am Sergeant McCormick of the 43rd Infernal Legion. I serve Zariel and all that is hold dear in Avernus. We will fight back this horde. We will restore the burning beacon. What do you have to say for yourself, soldier? How long you been enlisted? Uh, I have recently been released from my charge. Uh, Honorably? Honorably, yes, sir. I did as I was asked, and then I did it again. It's just, you know, any good job worth doing is worth doing twice, sir. Uh, make sure she hears about this, that a bold dwarf with a gray beard and his party helped her out. I, I can establish communication for a second point. Imp, get over here now. Bring your sorry little skinny butt. And he calls over Professor Thaddeus to establish a communication bank as they take cover behind the rocks. Garen Dan, do you stay with him? The Chasmes have all splattered across the plains of Avernus. Whatever path Garen Dan wants to take. And I'll start moving towards the burning beacon. All right, we're gonna just pop you right there. Hey, if you would intend, show me what you intend to do with Moonglow. You can see that your companions, your sojourners are gathering around. Moonglow, his leg is broken a little bit. He looks at him and says, uh, now what? What is the plan? How much do you weigh? Um, heavy. Excuse me? <laughs> uh, I'm going to summon Tensor's floating disc directly underneath him and just have it lift him up off the ground. So he's floating at a three foot elevation above the ground. And so there'll be no bumps, no, no concerns about any jolting or anything. And I'm just gonna run in the direction of the beacon. As you turn around, this large, slithering, praying mantis, the beautiful woman's head, she pulls out one, two, four, six arms with six long swords. And the Marileth stares at you and speaks in abyssal and says, Step away from the prisoner and she proceeds to attack you. And so for now, our story concludes.
Wow. What a cliffhanger. The main question on my mind is how much more damage can Hay, the human warlock, take in a combat session? Find out next time on Sojourners Awake as they continue to press on in Avernus, the first layer of the Nine Hells, in their attempt to balance the Blood War. During times of war and crisis, nobody wants it knocking on their front door, and the Sojourners are just like everyone else, attempting to defend the threat against their home in Bonsarel. Thanks again to Tabletop Audio for a wonderful sound, for wonderful background music. I have thoroughly enjoyed their product. Please visit them at www.tabletopaudio.com and put some of your hard-earned money towards their projects. May your story continue.